Hello, this is Reverend Lovejoy doing a substitute. No, you know who this is. I can't do it. But this is um, your host for the normal podcast, Mr. Trupon, doing his trial of Did not manage to play too much new this weekend. Um, was very tired, mostly recovering from last weekend and watching uh, some good basketball. But I did manage to squeeze in, uh, I guess, about maybe... Maybe 90 minutes or so of uh, the Red Star with uh, one of my friends from high school. Uh, and this happens to be a game that Al actually tested while he was over at Acclaim, which was pretty cool. He had been um, saying that he was working on something pretty cool, um, and unfortunately it never got picked up. Um, told me what it was and what a shame it was that it never came out uh, at the end. But then uh, I believe uh, Exceed games picked it up as a publisher so um it got to see the light of day and you know frankly it's good news uh it's a it's a good old school type um beat 'em up slash shooter uh, yeah i guess it qualifies as beat 'em up um there's there's a there's a lot of melee mixed in with the uh with the shooting with the gunplay and i would actually say that it's a little bit or, or at least for the first five stages or so it's a little bit more melee based than it is shooter based just because your your guns are well as far as i've seen they're as nearly as strong as um as striking your opponent really up close so it it, it pays to mix it up a little bit and i found myself just concentrating more on the melee just because that when when you when you strike a lot with your melee attacks, it builds up you know your special meter and blah blah blah. You know you get a big special attack if you fill up the meter and it's all exciting and cool. So th- that is what you end up concentrating on, and the and, and the shooting is really there kind of um, when you really are trying to keep a distance. Like I know that sounds really obvious, but you know in most cases sometimes you you know you you do well just to you know go in and shoot. I'm sorry, going and slash away and, you know, just, just do melee. But in this instance, sometimes it really pays to stay far away, kind of pick things off at a distance and slowly make your way in. Um, but, yeah, it's it's nothing... I don't want to say it's anything truly unique, but it's just done well. It's, um, it's unique in the sense that you don't get this type of balls-out action anymore and maybe that's because people find it sort of repetitive and they'd rather play something that feels more epic like god of war this feels um this is more kind of semi-campy sci-fi with with a cool visual style um, i don't want to say campy because I, i'm sure they didn't you know intentionally try to make it corny but it, it, it's 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 whatever you know it's it's um but but it, it plays decently well a little, a little bit on the sluggish side but it still plays decently well um, there's no, like, uh, obvious combo system or anything like that, um, as in God of War, but it does kind of grade you on your performance, and I, I'm assuming, uh, you know, how much life you have left at the end of the level, or, or, or how many, um, how much, how well you mix up your moves. I haven't read the instruction manual, so I don't know exactly how it calculates your final grade, but you get uh, upgrades after every level based on your performance. Um, it adds, you know, a bunch of money to your account, and you can use it to buy uh, a better armor or, or stronger melee attacks or a stronger gun. Or um, ooh, One thing I forgot to mention about the guns, which, I, which you know, is kind of important in mentioning how it's not... Um, 
how it's more kind of melee based is you keep on firing and and your gun will overheat and there's a significant amount of time between uh, the overheating and when you can fire again so that that kind of guides you towards attacking with your weapon uh, with your uh, melee weapon as much as possible but anyway so you know one of the upgrades you can buy is also reducing that overheating time um, so you got a little bit of p to play with there again it's not hu insanely deep it's not there's nothing hugely special about it but it's just a game that you don't a type of game you don't see very often anymore and it's simply well done um so that is the new thing i played this weekend um i also did dabble and i don't know really know actually count this as official because it's not exactly legal but my friend also has, has gotten way into all these crazy uh crazy mods that i never heard about for NES games, uh, of course, I'm not. I, I'm not going to tell you where you can find them, but um, I'm sure you know, you're resourceful. You you have a brain, so uh, you don't need me to tell you. But yeah, whatever. Uh, there there there's some. I want it. Uh, Mega Man mods that he got um, that just gave some crazy, insane level designs. Um, the one of the levels they altered uh, Metal Man's level, and right at the beginning, you have to make your way acro across a uh, um, you know one of those bottom bottomless pit type of um, type of areas right in the beginning of the stage, and the only thing you have to get across these level the, these these wide chasms are um, rotating wheels that are a tile large. So basically as wide as Mega Man's uh, body is. Um, so basically one square tile wheels that are turning in the exact opposite direction that you need them to be turning. or n not even Just the fact that they're turning in the first place makes it hard. So you're jumping on these tiny little wheels, all the, uh, and all the while those, um, those copter heads from Mega Man 2, the ones that kind of drop down from the sky and, and are kind of balling their fists and waving them at you, and they just kind of spring around. They're found in, in the end of Crash Man stage. And in the beginning of Heatman stage, they're just bouncing around, and it, it, it's insane. Uh, believe it or not, it's doable, but you have to be really patient. Um, and there are other levels that uh, that kind of take a uh, um, kind of take the mechanic from the Legend of Zelda, where you're in the Lost Woods and you had to go uh, up left, down left, or down left, up left. I forgot what it was so long ago, but you know you have to kind of find the right exit. And it, it's just it's really um, intriguing how well they've actually designed these things and don't don't get me wrong just because it's hard doesn't make it well designed but they are kind of pretty well de intricately designed and carefully thought out um, not just to make you throw your controller at the TV but you know you can you can do it if you look hard enough and try hard enough of course that's only if you're that type of gamer who would actually want to focus on this stuff but yeah I mean it, it's interesting um, just looking at the uh, well, hate to say it, but the illegal scene, because uh, they are basically taking ROMs and modding them. But it's it, it's still intriguing to see what people come up with, and you know I I just wish that these things would actually see the light of day as just kind of like downloadable level like Capcom hire these guys and let them make downloadable levels for Mega Man Nine or something like that. That would be awesome. Um, sadly, right as it remains right now, they are kind of illegal things and you know i would be loath to actually uh download and, and and talk about them at large for for fear of you know encouraging this but it's kind of awesome um 
But uh, let's see what else. Um, what, uh, two hours of 24 yesterday, which was awesome. Um, we read the uh, the contest winners on uh, Saturday's podcast, which should be up by now. So um, to recap, uh, you know what? I'm going to let you listen to the episode if you haven't already because there were only two entrants and we read them off. We debated this within the first 10 to 15 minutes of the episode, so there's not a lot of waiting around. Don't be lazy. Go download it, listen to it, find out who won. Um, Hint, if you didn't write in by the 28th, you didn't win. So, yeah, maybe you should follow deadlines next time. Um, Let's see. What I'm going to try to play uh, this week, um, I'm going to try to get as far into the end of Dragon Quest IV as possible. Uh, Maybe a little bit tomorrow, and then after that... Maybe stick in the PS2 a little bit and try a little bit more of the Simpsons game. I don't really think I have the the attention span for FF10, uh, and I definitely don't have the kind of I, I guess the the energy or the tolerance for Devil May Cry 3. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, I would have brought the Red Star, but I actually kind of want to finish it with my friend instead of doing it solo. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, check out the Red Star if you haven't already. I'm sure it's it's kind of limited in supply at this point because uh, I don't know many how many copies they ran off of it. But you should definitely check it out if you like old old school action type of stuff. Uh, clean looking game, play as well. It's very simple. Um, you could probably have fun with it one level at a time with its autosave feature. You know, you, you have maybe 15, 20 minutes to blow. Uh, blow off, might as well pop that in and finish a level and then go go about your business. Or if you have uh, a, a three-hour cut of time, you could probably you know get far in the game, if not finish it. I don't know how long it is, but it's one of those things where you kind of get in the zone, and you know even though it's a little bit repetitive, you, you, you don't mind it. You just keep going. Um, so yeah, check that out. And if you have no qualms about um, you know doing the doing the dark side of emulation type of things you know you ch- you find some Mega Man mods and see if you can challenge yourself to that type of stuff again I'm not going to say where to find it but again if you're the type of person who would look for it you know where to find it so there you go um and finally again listen to the episode try to find out who won congratulate them and I believe we're going to try to talk a little bit about strategy versus tactics um Something that I looked up um, just kind of on a whim maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago that we thought we'd end up talking about in this week's cast, but we didn't, was just kind of – because a lot of people kind of don't really know how to verbalize or, or don't know how to distinguish between uh, strategy and tactics when it comes to um, RTS games. You know, you usually kind of just lump them into tactical uh, – I'm sorry, you usually kind of lump them into, oh, strategy, and – the I guess the fact is is that there are a lot of different types out there, um, and something like um, something like say uh, uh, I don't know a Rise of Nations or something like that is definitely more strategic in nature than something like and I'm really just gonna pull something out of my ass here because I I'm not familiar with the game but just from what I've heard something like Supreme Commander or Total Annihilation where it's slightly more tactical in nature and what I've read of, you know, about the difference. And this may be obvious to, you know, you PC geeks out there. Um, I'm, I'm a fake PC geek. I don't know the difference. So, But um, for those who, you know, might not be as familiar, it's, you know, it's the overall kind of um, planning versus how you manage your soldiers on the field would be one of one example. 
Um, hopefully, I'm not butchering what I read, but yeah, I mean, it, it's re it's right there on Wikipedia. Even you know, you just <laughs> you can literally type in the word strategy, and there it comes. You know, in fact, I'm going to do that right now. That's the wiki wiki, and this really slow internet is not doing me any favors in this hotel room here. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Come on. There we go. Strategy. Here we go. Strategy is profoundly different from tactics. In military terms, tactics is concerned with the conduct of an engagement, while strategy is concerned with how different engagements are linked. Uh, and here's their example. How a battle is fought is a matter of tactics. Whether it should be fought at all is a matter of strategy. So there's an example for you right there. And, and just for someone like me who hasn't really paid attention to this, I kind of found it interesting because I've never been able to verbalize before. Um, you know, when they ask me, oh, what's, you know, uh, playing Final Fantasy Tactics versus playing um, Fire Emblem, what's the difference? You know, there's a... There's a subtle difference there, but you know, uh, it's it's kind of hard to verbalize. And I don't know, as someone who is a strategy newbie, you know, I kind of look forward to discussing this with Al, who is pretty much, um, he's he's a strategy guy along with Tony, who you know, who is out for the moment, I guess. I'm not sure, but along, along uh, those two are the strategy guys. So, or or the I should say the RTS guys. So, um. And it's not just turn-based versus real-time, but it's, you know, it, it's anything. Because you, you take a look at something like Civ. Okay, Civ is probably a lot more strategic than uh, Advanced Wars. You know, so um, you take a look at Advanced Wars, pretty much you're going to get into a fight wherever you go. And how you, you know, it's mostly concerned with how you position your troops, I guess. Or Civ, you've got all this stuff about, you know, what do you build and, you know, how, how do you, you know, you know who do you ally or ally yourself with and you know what kind of diplomatic relations you all that type of stuff so um yeah if that made any sense it is you know late and i'm delirious so i'm gonna cut this off right now uh listen to the episode um yes listen and you will hear pete and al's trial hopefully later this week i'm out